everyone and welcome back to Wellbeing with Elle, my very own podcast. Welcome to the second episode. Already, I can't believe I am recording the second episode. It just, it felt like this whole thing was in my mind for so many months and now it's an actual living thing that people are listening to. It's honestly so cool and I just want to thank everyone for the support on my first episode that went up recently. I have had some really, really lovely response back from that and yeah some lovely dms some lovely messages from people and yeah i just want to say thank you so so much for the people who've shared it and listened to it and supported me so far it's a really exciting new adventure and yeah it just really means a lot that people are actually genuinely interested now in terms of today's episode i wasn't originally gonna make an episode about this but i don't know i had a long think about it and i thought it would be best if I did actually. So as you will have seen in the title, it is going to be about the current global situation. And if you're not aware of that, then where have you been? Um, no, but seriously, um, the horror, obviously the, the entire COVID-19 pandemic situation. Um, yeah, I just wanted to make an episode about that. But I don't know, I, I wasn't sure whether to for a long time because honestly I'm quite sick of seeing and hearing about it all the time and I don't know I wasn't sure if I wanted to participate in the conversation but after a long think about it I thought do you know what I think I will because I do have something I want to say about it and I hope to sort of make some positive influence um, in the whole conversation of COVID-19 so yeah in the end I did decide that I wanted to make an episode about it so this is it and I hope you enjoy watching. I mean listening. Oh my god it's so weird recording an episode of this compared to a YouTube video. So as I'm recording this podcast episode I think we're in about week 10 of lockdown in the UK and obviously um, a couple of weeks ago now I think it was Boris Johnson our Prime Minister um, made some changes to the lockdown and lifted some restrictions so yeah but we're still in lockdown um, so it's all still very real as I am making this episode. My situation personally is that I am still going to work um, because I am classed as a key worker during all of this. I haven't had any time off work during any of this I've still been going to work aside from um, one week off that I had booked when I was meant to be going to Vancouver to be running the Vancouver marathon and obviously that hasn't happened um, and we couldn't cancel the entire time off that I had from work I cancelled a couple of days but yeah I wasn't able to cancel the whole thing so aside from that one week off I had in the middle of things I've been going to work almost every day still so that side of my life has stayed the same which is nice in a way. I mean I don't think I have any words for how crazy our work was um, at the start of all of this. I don't want to say exactly what I do in my job but um, I like to keep some things private and to myself but I can say that oh my goodness it was absolute carnage at the beginning and there were tears shed um I had I, I honestly I had a panic attack at work in front of everyone I was a state it made me very very nervous and 
I just became such an anxious mess at work. It was really, it really affected me quite badly. Um, and I think the fact that none of us were trained to sort of deal with this situation. And obviously, like, how could we? We didn't, we didn't see this coming. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's been crazy at work and I'm not the only one. I've had friends there who have been the same. It's just been very stressful. But over the weeks, it has definitely got better. There is some sort of routine there now and things are definitely looking up um but yeah in terms of going to work I've still been going to work most days and majority of that has stayed the same for me so it's kind of been nice that I've still had um I suppose a sense of purpose throughout all of this so I'm still going out and driving in my car um the roads have been very quiet I can say um in those first few weeks of lockdown it was very very quiet driving to work every day so yeah that's been the same um my mum works from home most of the time anyway so she's just been at home doing her thing um and then my dad has been furloughed he's been furloughed since mid-march I think it was so the day that Boris put out the first like announcement about the lockdown he'd been in work that day down um near London and then yeah he came home that night we watched the announcement and then the next day he was due to be in he just didn't go back in and he hasn't been in since then so for dad it's been a massive change because he's now at home and we're not exactly sure when he'll be back at work but yeah he he's been at home so in terms of our family life here um it has definitely changed because dad's at home all the time now um he works in aviation so he is obviously generally very very busy with that so for him it's been a big change in not going to work Um, and it's been really lovely having him here because in my never in my entire life have I ever had this much time with him um like all in one go so it has been absolutely lovely having him here as strange as a situation may be that has caused him to not be at work um and yeah obviously it has changed a lot in my life but I think the worst and hardest thing for me is not being able to see the people I love my friends my best friends and Sam my boyfriend um yeah it's really sucked not being able to see him he is my constant I see him every week and we spend quite a lot of time together despite the distance between us as we don't actually live too near each other but yeah it's just been quite a shock not seeing each other for so long um and the same goes for my friends i have my work friends but but outside of them i haven't seen any of my other friends in so long now and you really do just get used to seeing your loved ones whenever you kind of want to so having that taken away is really weird that's obviously been the hardest thing i think for many many people in the same situation that don't live with their boyfriends or girlfriends and they can't be together so yeah that's been the worst I think thing that has been effective for me is not being able to see him and I I miss my friends so much I had so many plans as we all did um for friends family and things that haven't happened so as rubbish as the situation is I just I, I, I honestly think you just have to make the best out of it and I'm so grateful that social media exists as toxic as it can be in certain situations I'm so glad that it does exist because without that we wouldn't have this amazing constant communication with people and 
I wouldn't have been able to make this podcast to connect with so many people. So there's definitely always something good to focus on during a bad situation. And throughout this, I have been so grateful for social media, phone calls, all the technology that allows us to speak to our loved ones. Now, speaking in terms of mental health and this whole situation, um, obviously I don't have anyone with me right here to talk about it with me. Um, So I want to briefly sort of discuss how it's affected my mental health and hopefully some of you can be reassured that you're not alone in feeling some of these things and that I think a lot of us are actually going through very similar feelings in terms of mental health struggles. So as I said earlier, work has been a big impact, a big negative impact, I should say, on my mental health um, with the situation because it's just, it turned it into such a crazy place and it really brought out the worst in people. And I think me naturally not really being a big people person, I'm very much an introvert. So um, the job has massively increased my confidence over the time that I've been there and I absolutely love it don't get me wrong I do enjoy the job and I have amazing friends there and we all look out for each other but (laughs) all the same um it really did make me anxious and yeah anxiety isn't something that I have like really experienced that much at work I mean occasionally I do um I wouldn't say that I suffer greatly from anxiety Um, I was prescribed medication for anxiety a couple of years ago when things were quite bad and it's often triggered by certain things but I'm not someone who every single day is constantly affected by anxiety so yeah to be hit by it quite badly at work with all of this going on was very very hard Um, and like I said one day I ended up having a panic attack in front of everybody and it was awful Um, but the support that I had was absolutely amazing. People were very, very loving and I felt very grateful, um, despite the fact that obviously we couldn't hug each other and I couldn't have direct contact with anyone. Um, but the fact that everyone supported me so much, it meant a lot. Um, and I think that was a big turning point for me. And after that, it really, I don't know, it thickened my skin and I've learned so many new people skills from this situation and where I work so yeah the anxiety has been a big a big part of it and I think there's a sort of underlying anxiety for a lot of us as well whether you suffer from mental health struggles or not I think the whole anxiety of the situation I don't know there's this virus going around and for people who have underlying health conditions that causes huge anxiety because you don't know if you got it how you'd be affected um it is a frightening scenario to think about and also just the anxiety of the unknown like not knowing when it's going to end there's no end date on this which I think I personally have found very difficult I know a lot of other people have found difficult um so I think for a lot of us there has been sort of this underlying anxiety whether you consciously feel it or not I think your body is sometimes constantly buzzing with this feeling because it's just such a strange situation that none of us have ever lived through so yeah I think anxiety is a key one that I think um, I've definitely experienced throughout all of this. Something as well that I think isn't spoken about much is suffering from paranoia 
Now, I don't, well, I haven't ever really properly discussed this and I don't plan to now, really, but I do want to briefly um, cover it because paranoia is a horrible thing to go through and is something that I've experienced during lockdown and all of this. Um, So the first time I experienced paranoia was a few years ago, caused by other things, and it's, it's truly awful. Um, and it hit me bad as well in 2019 last year Um, but I have definitely got a lot better and I think it's like stress induced uh, more anxiety induced Um, and yeah the paranoia levels have been or were quite high for me at the start of all of this um, for various reasons and yeah I, I feel like I'm not the only one who will be saying that I think the paranoia it causes um definitely from speaking to people at work as well they're paranoid constantly some of them um some of the people that I meet and I just think for some people if they've been in isolation they've stepped back out into the world they are constantly paranoid about getting the virus and they're constantly living in fear and honestly speaking to some people I can see the fear in their eyes and it's it's just awful to see how it's made some some people And another mental health struggle that I do want to discuss um, with all of this is eating disorders. Um, So I've had eating struggles myself and I can 100% say that this situation has triggered off a lot for me and for also one of my friends um, who struggles badly as well. Um, But having her to talk to about these things and for her to have me to talk to, I suppose, vice versa, um, really, really does help. Um, so yeah, the eating thing, it's just your home life changes with all of this going on. The stress increases, the whole world just seems to be an upset and it really, whether you consciously feel it or not, it does affect you. And I think for people who do suffer with eating disorders, it can come out in that way. And it has for me, I can say that. And my sort of home situation with everyone being at home all the time now, that's definitely changed things because in some, well, sometimes I don't feel like I have the control anymore and it's really a stressful situation. And yeah, it it's really hard to explain to people who don't get it. So I think a lot of the time it goes unsaid, which is the absolute worst thing because not talking about it just makes it worse. But at the same time, right now, you don't want to cause any upset or frustration within with family members or within the household. So I think a lot of people just don't say anything. Um, But I have learned to, well, I've learned only very recently, to be honest, in all of this to actually say something and approach it in a way that they will hopefully maybe understand. So, yeah, that you can you can change things to to help your eating disorder. But that is definitely something that I've seen that's been affected. Um, So just scrolling through Instagram and social media, I've seen a lot of people and therapists that I follow on there saying how body image and eating problems and all of that kind of thing has been affected so much because all of a sudden people's lives have been put on hold. People aren't, well, a lot of people aren't going to work now. They're on furlough or they've lost their jobs and they're spending all their time at home. They are comfort eating, stress eating, 
or doing the opposite and are just not eating because of loss of appetite from anxiety or stress or they are just yeah their their lives are on hold and the sort of normal exercise and things that they'd be doing has now been overridden by just sitting on the sofa all day and watching tv um and then for other people obviously they they cope in different ways and they may be over exercising because it's something to do during all of this i've seen i've seen so many different things and different scenarios of people coping in this situation and it's really hard to see because you just hope that you just want everyone to be okay but it's not going to be like that but like i said i do feel really really lucky that i have people and especially certain people who also suffer from these things that i can talk to um so i'd maybe urge you if you are suffering from certain things to i don't know reach out to people online or if you do have a friend who you know you can trust speak to them because having someone to constantly not constantly but having someone you know 24/7 you can talk to um about these things it really does help um and as much as i don't want to burden my friends i know the ones that have been through these things and know what it's like you you're never a burden to them i can honestly say that if any of my friends come to me with issues i like i can honestly wholeheartedly say they are not a burden to me because you shouldn't ever feel alone and we all need to be there for each other right now especially so with that all having been said I want to talk about some ways that you can keep sane and look after your um, mental health and your physical well-being and your mental well-being. And so the first on the list I have written down in front of me is staying active. Now I do want to put a disclaimer out that I am not a professional and in no way am I saying or forcing anyone to do any of these things. Um, They are literally just things that I've seen or things that I've done that helped that have helped me throughout the situation and if it's not your thing it's not your thing I'm sure you can find what does help you but yeah so I just want to put a disclaimer out that I'm not a professional so yeah just bear that in mind that it's all just from my personal experience so yes the first one that I've written down is staying active so naturally I think for me I am a really active person and I'm always doing stuff and that hasn't changed during lockdown in fact it's only become more of a thing for me that helps me cope with everything that's going on so obviously in particular for me my biggest passion in terms of staying active is running running is something that just feels like freedom to me um and I'm so aware that in the UK we haven't had a exercising outside ban um but I know and do have friends in Spain and France that haven't been allowed outside until only very recently so I am very aware how lucky we are in the UK that we have still been allowed to exercise outside um despite that only being once a day it was still outside and that was so important for me um running gets me outside I am so grateful and so lucky to live where I live I just love the countryside and running on those fields and along the trails around where I live it honestly after a day at work or just after I've woken up it sets me up and it releases all the good things in my brain and really really sets me up for the day or helps me release bad 
negative emotions from the day so running or just staying active is definitely something that I love doing um but if you don't if you don't want to be doing something as sort of cardio based as running then I think something like yoga is a good way to come at it because it is more gentle and strength based um and it is definitely seen as a form of meditating and a great mindful act and I think there are so many well I know that there are so many videos on YouTube and things where you can follow along yoga videos and um, there are so many classes that you can take online as well that people are doing right now um, to follow along a yoga class so just doing something like that really really does help you just know that when you're exercising all the endorphins are being released and they are the good feelings and it really does make a positive impact on your mental and physical well-being and obviously as well keeps you in good shape throughout all of this um something i've been very aware of is i don't want to let my fitness slip too much during lockdown i'm not like madly obsessed with it but equally it's if i did stop running throughout all of this and then came back to it it would be a big shock so keeping just a general fitness I suppose does help but I don't always look at it in that way and it's actually something my dad asked me a couple of weeks ago he said he asked me am I still running like to keep a fitness or is it just because I enjoy doing it and I said I I, I said actually I, I didn't even think about it about doing it for the fitness side I just it's something I look forward to doing almost every day and it's become such a part of my routine to go out for a run Um, and it's just something I really look forward to doing and I suppose the fitness side of it is an added bonus Um, for me anyway as I don't really do it with the whole like staying really fit in mind. Um, I do it because I really love it and I think it's a big and very grateful feeling I have for that because I know several runners in a couple of running clubs I'm in have only stayed doing it because they're worried that they won't be at the top of their game again when the races start Um, but genuinely I haven't really felt it in that way so I think if you can find some form of exercise that doesn't feel like a chore then it's really good because it keeps your mental well-being all good it keeps your physical well-being all good and it doesn't feel like a chore so I'd urge you if you can to stay active in some way whether that's just going for a walk or taking up something that you've wanted to for a while and now you have more time to. Um, Obviously I'd always recommend running but that's just because of the way it's changed my life Um, but something that is also kind of quite positively impacting my life in recent months is climbing. So obviously I'd done climbing at school and things like that but I'd never really properly got into it and then my well my boyfriend Sam is a climber and he's so good at it um bouldering especially is what he he does and yeah so I used to go with him time from time to time and then yeah from last year really I started going with him more and then towards the end of last year I actually kind of felt a change and I thought actually I really enjoy this and I feel like I'm getting a little bit better at it and it's something that has really helped my running and in particular my knees 
So for people who know me, I have always suffered with bad knees and (laughs) yeah, people always blame the running and say that the running's damaged my knees, but genuinely my whole life I've had bad knees. I was born with dodgy knees and the running a few years ago I had a running injury and twisted my knee and since then it's been a niggly injury um and nothing well I've done physio and things like that but I find it hard to want to do the exercises all the time sorry I'm aware I'm going off on a tangent here but podcasts are for chatting so hey ho um so yeah I always found the the physio exercises difficult to maintain because I found them a bit of a chore and then yeah I started getting into more climbing and from the start of this year I've been trying it on my own something I was just for various confidence reasons I was always terrified of doing it on my own because I have such low self-esteem sometimes Um, and yeah I thought you know what I'm gonna break away and do this and try and do something some of it on my own and yeah that's helped my confidence so much and also my knees like genuinely I haven't had anything have this effect before for helping my knees. My knees, I don't really have a problem with them so much anymore. Um, And I can actually say that having stopped climbing throughout lockdown because all the climbing places have closed down, um, my knees, my right knee in particular, has become quite painful again. So I think it showed how much strength I was um, building up in my knees just from climbing when it and climbing doesn't feel like a chore it doesn't feel like something you have to do or it doesn't it doesn't feel like a bad thing it just feels like something fun and it doesn't feel like working out but god I did not realize the effect it had on my knees and I really miss it I really do miss climbing during lockdown and I know Sam does as well and other friends who are climbers um And I'm lucky that I have a hangboard at home that I can do pull-ups on and practice things on there. But also, yeah, for something like climbing, I think you've got to make the best of it at home. Um, I'm definitely not a professional climber and it's not at the top of my priority list like running would be. Um, But I think for something like that, you really do have to find ways at home to kind of maintain the strength and recreate it in a way to... um, yeah to keep up your strength and things so I think from that very long tangent staying active and still trying ways trying and finding ways to do the things that you love to do in terms of staying active um, at home is really important and I think it as well creates a sense of community I know from the running clubs that I'm in and people who do fitness classes and things I've seen them do like zoom calls um where you can all still chat and have that social time because I think a really important thing and a really sad thing that people have experienced is their social time is gone sometimes running is the only place that they would see people um meeting up and going for runs together and it was really heartbreaking for many people that I know that they couldn't do that anymore. Um, I'm a really solitary person and I actually joined a running club that is designed for people who want to run on their own. So I don't want to sound antisocial, but I'm definitely very happy in my own company. Um, and so I haven't, I haven't hugely felt the need to run with other people, but I think it's having that freedom taken away that you, you can't go out and do the normal training sessions it is hard to cope with and definitely for the more extroverted people that I know they found it really difficult 
So yeah, I think finding ways to carry it on at home and keep that sense of community is so, so important. So yeah, after that long point that I've made, definitely staying active is a way to keep sane during all of this. The next point I want to discuss is keeping busy versus doing nothing. So we're all obviously coping very differently in this situation and some people just want to keep busy and focus on hobbies or starting new things. Um, Obviously I think I would fall in the category of wanting to keep busy all the time. I've set up this podcast, I have started various projects, I've finished so much stuff that I never had the time to before and I think sometimes I can feel guilty if I do nothing um but it's ironic that I am saying this just after a really low mental health week with all of this last week oh my goodness it was awful I just I really had a bad week with my mental health and genuinely today is the first day I felt myself again so that's why I decided to sit down and record this whilst I feel okay again and yeah I just had to accept that do you know what I I don't want to do anything I'm not going to do anything on my days off it's fine to come home from work and not do anything um some days it was really a battle to get up and go back to work and, and carry on doing that but yeah once I got home I just accepted that I wasn't in a place to be keeping busy at the time and I just had to do nothing so I think it's perfectly okay to cope in different ways we're all different and there's a big pressure, I think, um, from social media, which leads me on to my next point, actually, of I think we should definitely reduce our time on social media at the moment um, because there, I, I've seen a big pressure on there of people really saying, oh, you know, you've got to keep busy, start this, start baking, start doing art, start reading more and all of this. And I think it can cause a subconscious pressure with people um, to get overwhelmed with all of this um yeah there's definitely like a subconscious pressure to be busy all the time because there is more time to do things now when really it's okay if you don't want to do anything like we all cope differently and no one's the same and if you just want to sit and binge watch a tv show all day or you just want to go to sleep then do that because we're all different and i don't know the social media usage is pretty awful sometimes I think for people um there is a lot of positivity out there but also it can be quite toxic because of this pressure at the moment especially and yeah just feeling rubbish compared to other people on there so I think something I would definitely say is to reduce social media usage and along with that don't overwatch the news Obviously, it's very important right now to keep updated and know what's going on. But all the same, watching too much of it can be really detrimental to your mental health and get you down and you can't always see a way out of it. One of the last points I want to make is something interesting, actually, that I don't think has been discussed that much or not that I've seen too much anyway. Um, But in terms of FaceTime and phone calls and staying um, connected online, um... I think there's a pressure to be doing this all the time because now we can't see people in person. I think, yeah, there is a big pressure now to be talking constantly online or to always be keeping updated and saying, hey, do you want to FaceTime tonight? And really deep down, you might not want to do that. You might just want your own personal time. 
like I said earlier, we all process things differently and we all cope differently in traumatic situations. And I think something that does need to be discussed is respecting other people's sort of need to socialise. Not everyone wants to stay connected online all the time and I've definitely had to take breaks from talking to people and I don't know being in group chats and things I've just had to remove myself from the situation Um, and I don't always want to talk to people um, but I think that's personally because I am quite an introverted person and I do find work very socially draining so by the time I get home I don't always want to talk to people whether that be my friends as hard as it is to say that I don't always want to talk to anyone because I do just enjoy being on my own so I think a topic to bring up maybe is respecting the other person because we do all feel differently about this this situation and if the other one doesn't want to FaceTime all the time then but you do then maybe try and find some balance to that Um, because it has caused a lot of fallouts as well that I've seen amongst friends and I don't know just things that you read online and it's sad that I don't know there has been a pressure to constantly stay connected when maybe the other person doesn't want to talk 24-7 like they do want to stay connected but not all the time so I think yeah the last one of the last points I want to make is respecting the other person's feelings and this and if they don't want to talk all the time then do respect that Um, and I know it can be hard when you do really want to talk to them but I think finding that respect and yeah I don't know once once you've understood that I think it is easier to get that they don't want to be talking 24 7. So linking on to that something that I've loved doing during lockdown is playing Animal Crossing. I'd wanted a Nintendo Switch for the longest time and then this was honestly the final push that weekend that the lockdown happened I was so upset about everything and really really down and do you know what I just thought I'm just I'm just gonna go out and buy a Nintendo Switch and Animal Crossing the the new game had come out and I've been a big Animal Crossing fan for almost my whole life so it was very exciting that it was coming out and yeah it's something that I've loved doing and it's been a big social aspect of lockdown as well because you can visit other people's animal crossing islands and talk to each other and it's really nice but also I didn't I got to a point where I thought I don't I actually can't do this all the time um and I I didn't want to talk to people all the time so I yeah I started to drift off and just sort of play it on my own and do my own thing and it's really healthy just to do your own thing and if you really don't want to talk to anyone else then that's absolutely fine And now I did want to put in one section about running specifically because I wanted to cover the whole thing about race cancellations and yeah just moving forward with running and sort of looking to the future with races. So I was meant to be running the Vancouver Marathon on May the 3rd which was my 21st birthday and that was cancelled early in March and then obviously there was no point in going to Canada itself and then things started getting real so we were glad that we had refunded the trip um, because I wouldn't have been able to go anyway with all of the lockdown having happened and so yeah that was um, cancelled and I'm not going to be running it next year and then you just think well I'm in the middle of training what do I do with it so that was 
quite hard mentally to get my head around and I just stopped training um so this is just my personal experience it's not what I'd sort of advise other people to do if they don't want to but this is what I've done with my training so I was pretty much halfway through training um over halfway actually and I decided to take a break for a week or two um actually about a week and a half I think it was I took a break from running because I just didn't want to do it and then I just started slowly going back out on my own not even with a running watch just going out and running at whatever pace and just getting back into it with a different mindset and I learnt to run for fun um again and not that I don't run for fun anyway but I think I was in such a hardcore training mindset and I was so excited about Vancouver and it all of a sudden had stopped um I was really upset and it really threw off my whole mindset with running so I kind of learned again to just run for fun and run for myself and yeah that's what I sort of did in the first couple of weeks of lockdown and then I thought yeah I think I will try and achieve my sub 25k now that I have more time to focus on that because I'm not training for a race or anything um so I started doing that and then sadly got an ankle injury actually just before my birthday um which stopped me from running up until probably about early last week if I'm completely honest it's affected me through most of May um which has been quite annoying but also has taught me so many things about ankle injuries I'd never had one before and yeah how to sort of get around that and I did take a little bit of a break because obviously I had to rest my ankle and I started doing different things and doing some workouts and stuff and then yeah this past week really has been the first week where I've had no pain so I have been doing some longer runs and now I've just decided to quit trying to hardcore train for my sub 25k and accept that I don't I, I just don't want to do that right now I thought it was what I wanted to do right now but it, it isn't I think in my mind I've had this goal of running an ultra marathon for so long now that I've decided to do that I really want to check that off my list and I think then maybe later on in the year when the weather is a bit cooler and it's easier for me to train then I will work again towards my sub 25k but um yeah I think the thing that I want to say is having your own personal goals throughout this with any sort of running or training or um sport is really important um it is really nice just to run for fun and stuff but also having goals to work towards helps you get through this whole process I think um so yeah I'm now working towards my first ultra marathon so I am going to plan the whole route myself because the race that I wanted to do um, it hasn't yet been cancelled but I know it's going to be cancelled there's no way that it's going to to happen it's it's going to be in June what was meant to be in June and I I don't see it happening at all so I'm just going to plot my own route and go for it so I'm starting more training from that that sort of um, carried on from the Vancouver training so I'm just going to build up my distances and my ankle is definitely preferring longer slower runs rather than the shorter fast paced runs um, I must have just pulled it funny and I do a lot of trail as well so I feel like I'd just gone over in the field because um, there was one run I came back from and I knew I'd done something but I wasn't too sure so I, I'm pretty sure I've like gone over on on it in the field or something so 
I think respecting that injury as well is really important for me um, but it still allows me to attain one of my goals which is to run an ultra marathon so that's something that has been nice to look forward to during all of this lockdown um, and I think honestly with running and all of this well it applies to everything you just have to look to the future um, and accept that yeah things aren't going to be happening this year and I don't know about next year I don't really want to say anything but it's just looking to the future and knowing yeah things might be on hold right now but we've still got the rest of our lives to make up for it um I had a really good conversation like this with one of my best friends actually because we were both pretty upset about certain things and I think just being so grateful for your health and being alive right now is enough and it's just yeah you just got to look forward to the future and know that all these things that were on hold you can still do just not right now it will happen but just a bit later than we'd anticipated and so as I get towards the end of this podcast I just want to say I think we should all try and just stay as positive as possible but also don't worry about having to feel positive all the time let your emotions flow and be gentle with yourself it's a roller coaster of a process right now and some days are good some days are bad some days I don't know some people are just going through it fine others are having breakdowns here and there and it's absolutely okay because we're all different and it's it would be strange if we were all happy and positive all the time it's so natural as humans to just be up and down like it's normal it's natural and so yeah I think one of the last things I want to say is just it's really hard but just try and keep your chin up and stay as positive as possible um and like I said look towards the future and know that exciting things are coming someone that I do want to talk about actually in terms of this is my dad he has been amazing throughout all of this um obviously career careers in aviation are very uncertain at this present moment but he's done an amazing job of staying positive um, and contacting his colleagues to see if they're okay. I know he's regularly on the phone and texting his friends to see how they're doing and I think it's really nice and I hope that more people are doing that with the the people that they work with as well Um, because lives are being flipped upside down um, especially in this industry right now. Um, There's a lot of uncertainty and although there is light at the end of the tunnel I think right now with that it's still hard for a lot of people and it's a very anxious time Um, and especially as a young person myself who has considered going into the aviation industry it's slightly put me off because it does show how uncertain it is and I'm not sure if I would really want to do that as a career Um, but it's been really nice having dad with me um, as I train for my PPL um, private pilot's license we did we did buy a uh, home simulator well I bought a home simulator um, at well just before lockdown happened actually as Sam found a really cheap one on the Facebook market site and said hey you live near to this guy you should go pick it up so we went halves because Sam is interested in that stuff as well and yeah I went to pick it up and it's been really cool so it's something that me and dad can do together at home Um, and work towards my PPL because it's really cool that dad can teach me so yeah I think it's just making the most out of that situation I'm really glad that he's at home and it's probably helped him stay more positive as well Um, 
and never say never it's not saying I'm not saying that it's completely put me off a career in aviation but it's it does show how uncertain it can be but dad is an example of how someone can be very positive and make light of the situation he's definitely stayed busy at home and has enjoyed taking up new hobbies and doing things here so yeah he's just someone I wanted to mention at the end of this podcast um yeah he's done an amazing job despite all of the uncertainty and craziness of the airlines in this situation and so with that this is the end of today's podcast I did not realize it was going to be this long I genuinely only thought it would be like 20-25 minutes but yeah this is the longest one so far it's obviously only the second episode but wow I can't believe how long it is So if you've got this far, then thank you for listening. You don't have to listen to the whole thing in one go. What I do with podcasts, usually if they're quite long, is just listen to them throughout the day or like just break it up. Um, But if you have listened this whole way through, then thank you. It means so much. And I hope you're not tired of my voice already. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's been actually really cathartic and therapeutic talking about all of this lockdown stuff today. Um, like I said I wasn't sure if I did want to make an episode about it because quite frankly especially from work I am truly sick and tired of it all and I didn't want really want to talk about it but I think I've tried my best to make it positive so hopefully it's helped you feel a little bit better and less alone in the situation and I hope you can try some of the things that I've mentioned um yeah so with that thank you so much for listening today and please share and talk about this podcast please because it's really cool and it does help me out if people can listen to it more and yeah thank you so much for listening I hope you're all staying safe and well in the situation and I look forward to making the third episode I will see you then and yeah have a lovely week everybody bye (laughs)